Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys? Hello, and welcome to the Fun and Gains podcast. We have a very fun and special guest with us today, Miss Kylie Miller, newly married Kylie Lavecchio. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I am so pumped. And you guys have also, just so you know, Kylie, people have been like, get her on. I want Fit by Kiki on. Or is it Fit by Kai Kai? I guess because it's Kylie. Well, it it like should have been Fit by Kai Kai, but everyone just saw it as Kiki. So I just kind of like created a new nickname for myself when I, when I made that my handle. So it is, it is Kiki. (laughs) It became that. Yeah. I know. I just said it. I'm like, well, it is Kylie. So maybe it's supposed to be Kai Kai and maybe I've been wrong. (laughs) No, no. Do you know that I have this conversation with everyone? And when they introduce me, they're like, this is Kiki. Do you go by Kiki? Is it Kai Kai? Is it Kylie? I'm like, whatever. Honestly, you could call me anything that's not my name and I would still respond to it. Oh my god. Oh man, love it. I'm yeah, I'm definitely one of those people, but that's that's cool. That's fun. So, we were chatting a little yeah. bit before this episode, but let's give a little background of you. If you want to go ahead, give an introduction, who you are. I'm yeah. so excited for this podcast. <laughs> the way that I like sometimes I don't even know how to introduce myself. Um, which is simply because I do so many things. I'm a full-time content creator is like the verbiage that I use um but I kind of got my start in like the fitness Instagram world and I have since transitioned to like sharing a lot of fitness content sharing a lot of lifestyle stuff a lot of relationships stuff fashion is like my favorite thing to share um but yeah I quit my nine to five a few years ago to do social media full-time and I do content creation for myself and like my personal brand but also for like a few local businesses and I just kind of like to dabble in a little bit of everything it's not that I you know like to career change that often but I just like (laughs) I just like to always expand my knowledge I'm like now I'm in the middle of like getting my Pilates certification so I'm I wear a lot of hats (laughs) oh my okay I need to come and do a Pilates class by you that would be so much fun are you kidding me I'm literally so excited. I actually can't believe that I didn't know Reformer Pilates was a thing until a year ago. And now I'm like, I can't live without it. Like, I need to know everything about it, which is why I'm getting certified. (laughs) Yay. I feel like a lot of people always are like, how do I leave a nine to five and do this full time? I guess, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because you're somebody who's done it a little recently in that process. Yeah. So I feel like there's two different approaches. And depending on like your personality type is what you should do. For me, I wanted 
like lots of consistency making an income on social media for a few years before I felt comfortable because I feel like I've seen a lot of people start to have success and make X amount of dollars like their first three months and quit. And to me, like three months is not a trend enough, like enough to prove to myself that like I can do this. So it literally took me like three years of making you know, more on social media than my full-time job for me to like feel comfortable leaving my full-time job and realizing that I like could sustain it. Um, and always in the back of my mind too, I think about like, what do I turn this into long-term? I think, I think a lot of us are like, you know, how, how do I make this like a long-term career? It's kind of like athletes or models or whatever. It's like, you kind of also have to have something that you'll pivot into if things change. Um, so that was, kind of always what kept me from quitting my full-time job but a lot of people like a lot of people just feel like they have to just jump all in and quit their nine to five and have no other ties to their nine to five so that they have no option but to make it as an influencer or content creator or whatever but I'm just one of those people that was like I need to be really confident in this before I quit my job I just didn't I just didn't feel safe for like three years (laughs) Yeah, you know what's funny is that even nowadays I'm like I still don't feel safe. Why do I, I why, know? <laughs> why am I still like any day? I'm gonna wake up and this like this is gonna be all gone and you know it's fine. I'll go back into you know a nine to five. It'll be fine. It's fine. Yeah, well, but yeah, a lot of us like we created this way to make a living for ourselves. So I think it proves like if anything, that proves that we can like make a career out of something that was not even existent 10 years ago. So that helps me stay really, I try to live in like this, you know, lucky girl energy of like, good good things are always coming my way. Good things are always working out for me mindset. Because it's so easy to slip into that and like spiral, especially when I don't know about you, but I spend like most of my day, I mean, you have a kid, but I spend most of my day like by myself. So it can be easy to like spiral in there. No, 100%. I feel like this is the first, like these past few years are the first time that I had a really good friend group and has helped me actually stay so sane and focus on balance more and like pull myself out of that mindset. Yeah. And also Vinny, my son always helps me reconnect with, okay, it's okay. Like everything's fine. This is what matters. And yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool though that you took your time getting into this because I too have seen like people who will blow up and quit their job. And then I'm like, it's, it's a little bit more than having a couple viral videos. So I was the same. It took me a good year, but my husband also had some income and we had just moved. So I was like, instead of picking up a new job and having to go through all the applications, like we're going to try and and see if this will really work as it has already kind of picked up. So yeah, cool. it's different. It's different for everybody, but I love. Yeah, it is definitely different for everyone, but I just could never, I would just strongly advise people like against yeah. just quitting your job, like after getting a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. Like I just, I mean, like, I guess some people make it work and sometimes you'd, you'd be surprised. Like I was just on a trip with a girl who had, uh, I went on a big management trip last week in Nashville and there was like a girl that it, she quit her job like November of last year to pursue social media full time and like makes enough of a living 
from like Amazon link clicks. And I'm like, that's crazy to me. Like that would terrify me. But I mean, some people do it. It's just, I'm too anxious for that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I would agree. I'm a little too, well, in my position right now, I'm definitely too anxious to do that. Supporting my husband <laughs> yeah. through grad school, I have a family, you know, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I think also always encouraging you, you push through it three years. So that's really cool. Yeah. 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 Truly. I like to, I think I work better too when I have like a full, full plate. I think when I have like some bit of structure and like my, I'm just kind of like, following a North star is the way I describe it to people, which is why I was like, I really want to get my Pilates certification because I kind of wanted to like fill my plate back up so that I'm more productive in other areas, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. You would think that the more free time you have, like the more you would do with those things. But I don't know. I do more when I have just an overwhelm overflowing plate. <laughs> I, I can kind of relate to that a little bit too, though. I definitely feel yeah. like when there's more to be done, I can be more productive in that short amount of time. Like I have a full list of to do and while it does, you know, stress me out sometimes and I need to take the foot off the gas, I can get a lot more done in the two hours of Vinny's nap than I could if I had a full day to do the same five tasks. So a little Literally bit of that pressure, a yeah. little bit of that pressure. Yeah. Helps. So yes, I'm it done. does. <laughs> How did you initially get into fitness? Um. So I initially, I've always been like into working out. I grew up a gymnast. And then oh. when, yeah, cool. yeah, I did like club gymnastics growing up and then had a few years where I quit and I like did cheerleading and swimming and diving. And then I kind of like did high school gymnastics. And then when high school gymnastics was over, I was like, well, I got to do something. So I just like started going to the gym. Like I would go to the YMCA and just like go from machine to machine. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like seeing signs on the machines that would be like if you're doing more than one set on this machine like please allow others to work in and I was like who does machines more than one time <laughs> like that's how little I knew about fitness I'm like don't you just do like 10 and just move on to the next machine like 18 year old Kylie was like people are doing sets what is a set <laughs> so yeah and I got a I had a, like a boyfriend in college that, like dumped me that I was like trying to get him back so I got into like uh Olympic lifting. <laughs> like, okay, I've just been down all these different, yeah, all these different fitness paths. But yeah, I've just like done it all in terms of the fitness world. And like, I've done a little bit of yoga, done a little bit of bodybuilding, got sucked into like the competing world. And now I'm just in my like movement that's good for me world. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like as I've gotten older, I'm in that, I'm in that same phase of like movement that just feels good for me not trying to put as much pressure. I do still have some goals. Like I, I, I definitely yeah. would say I'm definitely more into the bodybuilding still and strength <laughs> training. Like, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have some like strength goals I'm still trying to hit, but overall I feel like my mindset has changed so much around yeah. fitness. Do you feel like that's the same for you and how has your mindset changed through the years? Yeah. I guess when I say I was sucked into bodybuilding, I specifically mean like the competing world. Of, Wait, did like, you compete? I did in yeah. 2017, this one season. And I, I never really had any, um, I never had an eating disorder. I've always had a really comfortable relationship with food and it like kind of caused me to develop a little bit of an, of a disordered thought around food. And I just was aware enough to be like, this is not for me, which I think is kind of what led me down the path of like exploring just a more relaxed relationship with 
fitness. I've always had like a pretty healthy, like, I just can't sit still. I love to move. Like I've always been like that. And so I don't know. I, I enjoy finding ways to just like ease it into my life and, and have it benefit my life versus being something that my life revolved around. Like that's something that I really did not like about competing is that it would like consume my thoughts 24 seven, which didn't feel healthy to me personally. I love that thought difference of it's something that's part of your life and doesn't consume your life. That is huge. Cause yeah. I feel like at a younger age, it is, you know, one of your main hobbies. I know it was for me, like the gym was a huge hobby. So it was something we do think about a lot and just like having that mindset switch of, Oh, it's just a part of my life. It's just a part of that instead of everything and everything has to revolve around food and the gym and workouts and, and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you currently have a gym routine right now? Um, like I, I kind of do, but I also just kind of whatever I feel that day, which is for a beginner, it's not an approach I would suggest, but as someone who's been active my whole life, that's just kind of how I can live my life. Like every day I have a plan for movement, but it's not always the same like week to week. I would say I train like resistance train three to four days of the week and then the other three to four days of the week are just like you know I go on a lot of walks with my dogs or you know do a mobility session in the gym or sit in the sauna or something but it's typically I hit legs like every that's kind of how I structure everything around is training legs (laughs) (laughs) like a typical female when will I hit my glute session I would say (laughs) I hit legs like every every like five to six days in my garage, like p- classic bodybuilding, like hip thrust, you know, lateral lunges, stuff like that. Um, and then I'll do like a full body, like core heavy day and usually throw in like a couple of Pilates days in there. But, th- but Pilates is, I think what a lot of people don't realize is Pilates is kind of like um, a cable machine in the gym. Um, and so I, when I sign up for Pilates, I never really know what I'm going to get. I don't really know, like, am I going to a Pilates, like four day? Am I going to an upper body day? <laughs> like I kind of just sign up and I'm like, whatever comes my way, comes my way. So I would say those days are also like a full body day or like an upper body day. Just, just really depends, but it's kind of all over the place, but it works for me. Yeah. I wish I had a Pilates studio near me cause I've been wanting to try it so much, but just don't think there's any good ones. And if they are, they're like yeah. 30 minutes away. And I'm like, I, I can't justify that. For me, it's it's 15 minutes away, which is like, it's not that bad uh, for me in my life not having a child. Yeah. <laughs> no, then, yeah. You know, when we say <laughs> I have a child, I'm sure like a 30 minute commute for Pilates will not be in the cards, but that's why I want to be <laughs> certified so that I can just have a reformer here and know what I'm doing. But that'll be so cool. Yeah. Are you going to like post workouts oh. on your reformer then? Oh, of course. Of course. She's like, no, like, that's the, yes. <laughs> that's the goal. I literally can't wait. I, You know, there was a brief period in my life where I was called towards like, I went to a trapeze camp one year when I was like 15 and I was like, should I join a circus? This is fun. <laughs> what has it, what well, haven't you done? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I just, I, it must be just the gymnast in me that I love like that type of movement where I'm like in a weird contortion and yeah, that's, that's probably why. But Pilates reminds me of just like that time of my life where I was like, should I be in the circus? <laughs> Did you like see a Crazy. circus and you were like, oh, I should do that? Or this was well, just out of the blue? Well, they're just in the town that I grew up in. There was a camp 
every year that came to town. And my mom finally put me in that that summer camp. And they had literally like the a big, you know, okay, I guess would it be a trapeze? I don't know. I don't know the name of the contraption, but it's like two two handles, right? Like two bars on one side, a big net. You're like 30 feet up in the ground. And the two people are like swinging back and forth and like grabbing onto each other and letting go yes. and doing all that crazy trapeze stuff. That is, I mean, I think I just love adrenaline. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Is so cool. I could not be me. No, I mean, I think that that'd be, I'm just a little scared of heights, but like that would honestly be mm. so cool. You, you have to, I feel like you yeah. have to try it once. Did you get to do those stunts yeah. and everything in the camp? Or what were, yeah, what but were you're like out? eight years old. So it's like, it's like so okay. easy. You just, I mean, yeah. you, <laughs> you, have, you have no fear you though, have, too. You have, yeah. You have no fear. You have no understanding of what can happen if you fall. <laughs> I mean, there was a net, but also you could fall wrong on a net and that yeah. makes it happen. But, you know, eight year old me was just like, I mean, I was a very risky gymnast growing up. I was like, yeah, I would like throw a backhand spring on beam after trying it on the ground like one time. Like, I just, I had, no fear of things that could hurt me I'm like oh yeah double backflip I'm not skilled enough to do that but let me just try it like I was that kid so we don't know that is so cool though that's inspiring I feel little kids are amazing for that and I'm like I wish as an adult I didn't have to be so in my head about some things but I still try to revert back to that I think having a kid helps a little yeah right yeah. Yeah. It does. But also as adults, we understand the risk, which is yes. which is good. <laughs> I'm it, like, I today would I do that? No. <laughs> you wouldn't? You wouldn't. No, oh. Not a chance. <laughs> oh my God. Not a chance. Not a chance when I get on a freaking trapeze contraption. 30 feet oh in the gosh. air. Yeah. Valid. Do you yeah. Yeah. now you and your husband, you're both are you both into fitness? Oh like, my gosh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that helpful yeah. or like, what does that look like with you guys? Did you ever hit the gym together? I, I want to know all of the, I feel like a lot of people, right. They're like, I have somebody who's super into it or how can I get them into it? Or, you know, if you're looking for somebody to date, is that important? Yeah. You know, what's funny is I dated like before my husband, I definitely kind of tried to convince myself that it like wasn't that important to me that I was like, I don't really care. Like if this person works out like or whatever, but it's just like a, it's a, for me, it's a core foundation of who I am. And it's also for me, I view it as like a reflection of, I take care of myself in that way. And so if someone takes care of themselves in that way and pays that much attention to detail, it, it makes me assume that they can also take care of me and like, we, I think a lot of us crave that, have that desire. Like, I'm, you know, I'm going to be 80 years old one day and going to need help taking care of myself. And I think that's the connection that I make. So for me, I just finally realized like it is important for my significant other to take care of themselves in the same way that I do, like whatever that looks like. And when we first started dating, we would work out together, but I work out so much slower than he does. Um, which I sh- I need to do like more explosive movements. He like I know that I need to. I'm just a very slow like I don't even like to do a box jump. I'm like no no no, that's way too fast for me. <laughs> like I don't love to jump. I don't love to sprint. I'm like every now and again I'll sprint, but he is just like blows through his workout, and I'm like still doing the warm up. So 
<laughs> we don't work out together simply because like it's hard for us to get in sync um but every every now and again I would say like once a month maybe we work out together but it's I've definitely dated people before where it was like a butting heads like there was tension during the workout because I think a lot of girls can feel like if a guy is like telling you how to work out or something or you interpret it as like oh he doesn't like me yeah the way that I look or it makes you like just get really emotional and so yeah I totally get that (laughs) wait no that's actually so relatable definitely have been there of like or or even like the suggestion of like you should be doing more squats it's like my butt's I don't look enough. No. Oh, I feel that. I actually can relate to that back to the college days. Yeah. Yeah. You interpret everything as like a critique. You're like, oh, you want me to do this? You want me to look like her? Yeah. (laughs) Like the the crazy girl in all of us comes out. He's like, no, I just (laughs) thought you should do that more. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. There's no winning for the guy in that situation. Unfortunately, that's just, yeah. No, no, there's not. There's not. (laughs) Do you openly talk about your husband um, and what he used to do with like sports and everything? Is that pretty public? So is that yeah, like okay for me is. to ask? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. So he was a professional hockey player, right? In the yeah. NHL? Yeah. He was retired. He's retired now. So he signed after, so he left college early. He signed with the Bruins and then he got a really bad concussion and like had to sit out his whole first year. And after that he played overseas. I don't know, like the name of the league, like the pro league overseas. <laughs> you made a terrible life. No, but, you're doing I'm great. Just, like, new, I'm just like new to the hockey world in general. So when people use words, I'm like, I don't like know what, what any of that means, but he played in like Japan. He played in Italy, um, the Netherlands. Like he's, he's done he's played hockey like everywhere but he retired like I want to say like four or five years ago it was before we met so the timeline I'm like I don't really know (laughs) yeah okay cool so you you dated him after all of his hockey yes and he now trains is that correct clients yeah yeah so he trains he trains a lot of pro hockey players like in their off season which for him his busiest time of year is like between early May to like mid-September so he's just kind of now like slowing down when his pros go back to like their teams um and then he'll also train like you know the kids that are like kind of up and coming in that world like triple a I don't really know what that means but (laughs) he always says he's like all right the triple a blues which is like the junior like the people who want to eventually play in the nfl like club hockey <laughs> messing up all the lingo but yeah you're like college don't kids, listen to this episode because like, I'm, I'm like you're doing like, great nobody I'm like he has a hockey podcast if you want to learn about it definitely listen to his hockey podcast <laughs> because I'm not doing it any justice I'm like honey please don't listen to this podcast <laughs> no you are doing justice I think that that I think that's really cool and I I love yeah. that this show is sponsored by better help We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. 
like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. So I, I yeah, found that very interesting. I, I like hockey. So I was like, no, this is cool. The way that when I went to college was like the first time I learned that people in this country played hockey. Like I went to in my first two years, I went to University of Florida and then I finished at IU um, in Bloomington, Indiana, which is where I'm from. And people, a lot of people who go to IU are from Chicago and there's obviously the Chicago Blackhawks and people were like, yeah, Chicago Blackhawks. And I was like, what is that? I was like, <laughs> I don't, people care about hockey in this country. Like I literally had no idea. So most of my life I spent not even really realizing that people love talking, <laughs> but they do. They do love it. But I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad that I knew him after he was already retired. Cause when he tells me about the injuries and stuff, I'm like, I would have been just an absolute mess. Like I, I think one time he was like playing in, he was either in Russia or china playing and he had like a really severe like eye injury and like almost oh, went blind not the eye yeah oh. not the eye not, not the, the eye, eye. And, like <laughs> yeah and like and like cuts on his wrist from i i think from blades i mean i don't know what else would have cut him like yeah my yeah yeah like hitting a, an artery there i'm just like i would have been just an absolute mess and he's had quite a few concussions and i just oh man that oh I just can't watch someone that I love like go through pain like that yeah I, I'm so glad I met him after the fact 
Well, good. I am too, because hockey is yeah. brutal. <laughs> no, it's it brutal. Is. It's it so entertaining. So though. I feel bad saying that now. I'm like, oh, these guys get hurt. I'm sorry. You know, what? and football too, though. Everyone watches football, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The way that like hockey guys too, like take they take off their helmets to fight each other. I'm like, oh my, what yes. are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? No, I, oh man. Yeah. I, I really do love hockey because Detroit, we have a, a good team, the Red Wings, and we love going to their games and our friend's best friend's brother. Wow. That's like a far connection, but he plays on the team. So it's always fun to like know somebody to cheer for. So it's a good time. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. I do love that because he, he trains um some guys like I think I mean he has quite a few pros now but like guys that he's like really tight with that I know well that like came to our wedding that play for like the Bruins now or the Blues or whatever it's cool to like go to a game and be like oh my god he scored a goal I I literally know him yeah it's <laughs> like, fun cool. yeah yeah oh well that's so awesome fun. speaking of your wedding how was it planning I just I, it's been a while since I've been married, so I just want to hear all about it. Maybe girlies who are planning a wedding now or have just gone through it. How was that process balancing everything? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was really, really good for the first like five months. I would say the last two months were just stressful because that's when everything like kind of, it just like, it just hits that like you have this big event that you have probably paid a decent amount of money for and so that's the mindset you're like I just wanted to go well because I paid for this so that's kind of where the stress comes from is like oh please don't mess this up I literally I paid for it so I really hope it goes how I want it to go I kind of wish I would have hired like a full service planner but they're so it's so expensive like it's so expensive and in St. Louis a lot of them charge like a I don't know if I'd call it a commission, but like a 20, it's a 20% fee on top of everything you book. So like if you book a venue for say your venue is like $10,000 to make it easy, you're actually paying $12,000 because they charge an extra 20%. And I'm like, but what if I find all that stuff? Like your dress, if your dress is $2,000, it's an extra 20% on, on top of that. And I'm like, but what if I book all this stuff myself? So I just early on like decided I didn't want to do that. And I'm like, what is the planner even going to do? Like, they're just going to book all these vendors and I can do that. I'm like, yes, I can do that. I can book vendors. Booking vendors is not rocket science. However, getting them all to like, I don't know, the or the orchestrating of like where they're going to set up, how it's all going to go together. I'm just a very detail oriented person. And so in my mind, I'm like, well, if I haven't communicated to these people, like specifically what time to show up and like where things are going to go, how are they going to know like where to put it, which that was my coordinator's job. But I was just like, if I'm not seeing the communication the communication is not happening. So it was a little bit stressful because I just, I didn't really have anyone to like ask these questions for the first like six months that I was engaged. I was just like driving myself crazy, hoping that all the people I booked, it was going to all come together, you know, for a wedding. It did. It did. But man, I stressed out so bad. And I just really didn't need to. Yeah. All in hindsight, man. Well, what was your favorite, some of your favorite things about your wedding? I mean, the ceremony was my favorite part. I, 
I know everyone like loves to do a first look for the sake of photos, like having time to do photos and stuff. But I think my whole life I've dreamed about the moment that the doors open and you see your husband for the first time, like walking down the aisle. And that is just a moment that I didn't care about having photos before. I'm like, that is the most important moment so far in my life, you know? So I just, I wanted to have that so much. And it was, it was truly the best moment. It was like, the most euphoric feeling you can really ever imagine. So the ceremony was beautiful and one of my best friends officiated. And that was amazing too. having her up there, like just feeling really calm, um, having someone officiate. I I just, I never wanted it to be just like somebody random doing our ceremony. I wanted, I always wanted it to be like someone that knew us well, that would be comfortable up there. And yeah. And then, the reception was so much fun too. Like people had a blast. We had an, we had an edible bar, which was a great hit. People loved that. (laughs) It was quite the time because it's legal here in Missouri recreationally. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is, it was a lot of fun. Oh, well, I got chills as you were saying that it, I just Mm -hmm. love, love. It's so special. It It really is. And I, I, yeah, I love, love I share a lot about our relationship on social media and I know that a lot of people can definitely interpret that as like if you have to talk a lot of people say like you have to talk about it a lot like the opposite must be true in your relationship but I more so just I mean my parents are divorced and my mom remarried my dad and my mom both remarried and my mom is still remarried and it's it's clear that like they have a loving, happy relationship, but I didn't really get to see that like growing up. Cause she didn't, she didn't meet him until I was like 16. So I didn't have really like a super strong example for me of like what a deep, like soul connection looked like. And so I share that stuff on Instagram because I want, I don't want people to settle. Like there's a lot of times that I almost settled, you know, Cause you get, you get fearful. You're like, I'm 24 and I haven't found anyone else. So I need to settle because this must be as good as it gets. And I kind of just always want to be an inspiration to girls that like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't feel right, it's not right. You know, like it's not to say that there's not going to be hard times in relationships, but if your gut reaction, if you're like, if you're not sure, then like, that's your answer. Yep. And I just, I like always craved having someone to look to in that way, like a relationship or someone. And I kind of just hope to be that for people, you know, which is why I share so much of it on Instagram. Well, your wedding is, was beautiful and ceremony and everything. And that is beautiful. And I agree, like my husband's family, you know, divorced and everything. And it is so nice to see healthy relationships. And I think that that is so important for people to hear, especially as young girls where we hit 24 and 25, we were supposed to be married with a house and kids. Like, no, no. But to have that, like, be patient, wait for that person. And I feel like the sense of when you know, you know, it's the sense of like, you're not questioning, oh, is this right? Like you said, like, if you're, if you're having some serious doubts and questions, that might be uh, your answer. But, you know, yeah, which I'm sure is not the case for everyone. Yeah. But like for me personally, I can just speak from experience that like I really did. I, I always tell people like that. I really did know on like my first date with Jeff. So he drove all the way down to Nashville for our first date. And 
I've never been like, I've never been this nervous to meet a guy in my life. My body was like shaking. I was like, I've never, yeah, (laughs) I've never like shook while I was meeting someone. I was so nervous to meet him that I was like, why am I so nervous to meet this guy? Like, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. Like, why is my body having such a strong physical reaction to meeting him? And now looking back, I kind of feel like it was my body like telling me that like, this is your person. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, wait, I want to, I, if you're okay, let's talk about relationships. Cause I feel like people always yeah. want to hear it. So I want to hear about the first time you met kind of like how yeah. you knew any, and then yeah. we'll end with like some relationship advice. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So, well, I met him because of Instagram. Like I am still with ghost and he was with ghost at the time. And I met him kind of like, cause I saw something that he was with ghost, whatever. And I like went to his page and just commented on it. And then I like creeped on the rest of his profile. I'm like, oh, this guy is so cute. Oh, St. Louis. I'm like, I'm like, look it up on maps. I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's pretty close. Like I can meet him probably. Like we can probably, you know, go on a date or, or figure it out or something. And like two weeks later, he came to Nashville to see me. Um, and when I met him, like I'm, we met at the ho- at the hotel that I was doing a staycation for Virgin Hotels. And I like, I met him like in my room. I'm like, I don't really want to meet this guy for the first time, like in the lobby, maybe in hindsight, like would have been maybe safer, but I, I don't know. My radar was just like, this guy's safe. So whatever. So he comes up to the room and opens the door. And I just remember being like, wow, he's like so much taller. And then I thought he was going to be like, he's just, <laughs> he's six two and I'm five two. So he's, towering over me and we spent like he brought a um sweatshirt for me of his he has a brand uh called give more be more gmbm and he brought me a hoodie and i just thought it was like the sweetest thing ever and he was like so cool calm collected like down to earth like just just the most like genuine human being that I had been on a date with like he just felt like fully himself in the first time that I met him so we like spent a few minutes chatting and like making out honestly like we I made out with him like within the first like 20 minutes of meeting him there was such like an electricity between us that I had never felt before um and we like went up to the pool and hung out and he met my best friend Macy and her now husband Jackson and we like a lot of time talking to them and then we just spent like we just stayed up like all night all night talking we walked like we went on a walk and walked for like three miles we just like we spent the next 24 hours just like so engulfed in one another and then after that we did long distance for a year and missed like one weekend like I would go there he would he would come to Nashville like I would come to St. Louis, he would come to Nashville. And like, we just did that every single weekend for a year. Oh, wow. Until I moved here. Oh yeah. my gosh. Why am I swooning? I just have like butterflies hearing this because it's just like, oh, it's so cute. I know. It really is like the most deep connection I, I could have ever imagined in my lifetime. Like I, I just never really knew this kind of love existed and he will be so mad that I told the world this but probably not he's like so sentimental and sometimes he'll just like look at me and tear up and I'm like I oh don't you're joking you. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm literally, like we'll just be driving it'll be like 
nine o'clock at night on a Friday and we're just like driving to Dairy Queen and we have the windows down playing a song and he just like looks over at me and I can see that his eyes are like swollen with happy tears and I'm like stop like stop you're so cute I could I'm like how I just don't I just like don't know how I got so lucky I feel like a lot of women want their men to be like emotionally available and guys have like this weird stigma around being emotional enough and not too emotional and I'm just like he's just himself like he never he never holds back in terms of his emotions and I just I just love him <laughs> oh, that's a beautiful thing you are you are a lucky girl and you mentioned your friend Macy she just had a baby right she did she did just have a baby oh she my is gosh, so, cute. so cute yes she's the like the littlest baby I've ever I've ever met I've never seen a baby that little I think she had her on like Saturday night and I went to see her Thursday morning and like she was so cute I didn't know how I would how I would feel I was like I don't really know if I'm gonna be like ooh, maybe I need to wait to have kids because like Jeff and I have talked about starting a family like soon Mm -hmm. and I didn't know if I would meet Violet and be like okay maybe we should wait you know maybe we're not ready and but I met Violet and I was like oh yay I'm ready (laughs) oh yes oh I I love Macy I follow her too did you guys meet from online or were you friends like outside of life before we met kind of through social media we both were competing like the same year in bodybuilding shows and um I think she like I used to do a lot of YouTube and I had like maybe 2000 subscribers at this point on YouTube and that was like my largest platform and she was like watching my videos and she saw me at a show and was like oh my god I watch all your videos and whatever and I was like oh I didn't know like anyone did um and we like became we became fast friends after that that's when I was living in Indiana and we had like a long distance best friend friendship and I actually moved to Nashville like for her I kind of had the choice um when it came to like working behind the scenes for ghosts I kind of had the choice between like Chicago and Nashville and I chose Nashville because duh and because she was there (laughs) and I'm like oh my god this girl has been my long distance best friend for like two years I have to move there like I just have to so we're we're still tight we still FaceTime like seven times a day now it's a little bit different you know because she has violet so we're not back on our facetime schedule yet (laughs) but i'm sure you know it'll it'll change but we'll always be like so tight she's like a sister to me we've been best friends for like seven seven almost eight years now yeah that is awesome you guys are both so cute yeah oh thank you it's so cool to like watch people watch your best friends like meet the love of their life get married have a baby like it's really cool to watch like the closest people to you go through those big life transitions it's a really really beautiful thing yeah and to be able to be there and experience it with them too like that's that is really special actually something maybe not taken for granted but I don't always think that deeply on it but you're able to like actually live and be part of other people's lives too yeah 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 like it's I can't a beautiful wait to thing. tell to, I can't wait to tell Violet all the crazy stories about her mom <laughs> <laughs> yes oh my gosh yes oh, oh my god that is so fun well if you have like a relationship piece of advice you would give to anybody listening on the podcast what would be some some tidbits 
Yeah. I mean, it's hard to give like one, one specific piece of advice, but I tell a lot of people to work on their mindset around how they speak about wanting to meet the right person. Cause a lot of people, I just see a lot of comments on the internet and a lot of the way that my single friends would talk is like, Oh, I'll never find the right person. Oh, I'll never, that'll never be me. And I'm like, man, if you just say that all the time, like it never is going to be you. You've got to work on your mindset around it, like deserving love and like just changing your attitude from a negative one to a positive one. And it's like way easier said than done. But the thing that really did it for me was reading The Secret. I'm sure you've heard people talk about that book. If you haven't also just read it yourself, it's like all about the law of attraction. And it's, it really just like absolutely changed my life in the way that I feel like I deserve good things happening to me. So I would say just work on your mindset around, around what you deserve. And also like being able to reflect on like, am I being the best version of myself right now to attract the best person into my life? Cause like when I was dating crappy people, I was also not my best version of myself. <laughs> so there's a lot of that, but yeah, that would be my, like my biggest piece of advice in terms of like attracting just, the best, the best partner into your life. Yeah. Mindset plays a huge role on that to even believe within yourself that you are worthy to get this. That's huge because a lot of times like self-worth is an issue of why you're attracting less than better people because you don't believe you deserve to be treated a certain way. So you'll settle for this because you believe you don't deserve better. So no, that's huge. And I totally just wrote that book down because I need to read it. I haven't heard or read of it. So at least at least listen to it on like Audible because it's it's kind of one of those books that it can be tough to like sit down and read. Um, I know that from trying, but listening <laughs> to it on listening to it on Audible, that's how I listen to a lot of those like kind yeah. of uh, mindset, like fluff things. I think that for me, they're easier to listen to than read for whatever reason. So that's a good one. Attached is a really good one, too, if you feel like. Um, not you personally, because you're probably <laughs> married with a child. But for anyone listening, if you feel like you're kind of always attracting like the same type of like um, negative relationship, the book Attached is really good. It talks about like different attachment styles, like secure. I don't even know what are yes. the other two attachment Wait, styles. Wait, no, I know that. It's like avoidant, anxious. Avoidant. Yes, yes, I know this. I, I follow yes. like a holistic psychologist who's like the best probably the best person I follow on social media and she's always talking about that and I'm like I love it because you can see your patterns in your relationship and say oh I do this oh and I see that the person I'm with is doing this so I can adjust and try to like just acknowledge that oh we have these behaviors like let's try and fix it yes I love that it's it's such a good one. Oh, I feel like if you are you are just like I don't know where to start I'm like the secret and attached those are like that's like in terms of all the single girls out there who, you know, want a healthy relationship in their lives, like those two books, that's like where I would start. <laughs> like okay. day one, that's where I would start. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. I've got a couple more questions for you before we head on out. I would say if you have like, I just, I'm trying to think about how do you best balance everything in your life? Because 
you know, we all have a lot going on. And I feel like balance is something that uh, doesn't, doesn't always exist. So maybe, yeah, maybe you're somebody who's like, yeah, no, my life isn't balanced. I just try to do the best I can every day. Or are you more regimented with the routine? Yeah. So for me, what helps is having a physical planner in my life to like write everything down and, and stay on task that way. I'm, I've just found that if I write things down on my phone, I get, I think we all get so distracted by our phones. And then I'm like, wow, suddenly I've been like in my DMs answering questions for like 30 minutes. And I have a whole to-do list. I came on my phone to look at my to-do list to-do and list. you're, yeah. And now I <laughs> got so distracted. So I'm like having, I've just, I know myself having a physical planner, like really helps me keep everything organized. And like, that is what keeps me balanced is being organized and like having a plan and I also am someone that craves like accomplishment and for me if I check everything off on my to-do list then I'm like I feel accomplished and that like builds my confidence so that I don't like start to just like I feel like we get unbalanced when it's hard to prioritize like what we can't really see like what's the most important and I feel like having the to-do list, checking things off. It makes me feel confident and keeps me like just on a routine. So I don't get like, I don't get too in my head and like get pulled one way when I don't really need to get pulled one way. But I also, I also don't have kids. So it's like, I can give all the advice in the world to like mm-hmm. the, the married people without any kids, but you know, I, I have to remember like, I don't, I don't have any kids. So it's hard for me to give like the best advice in the world, but I hope to, when I'm a mom, like continue the same or, you know, a similar like structure of life and yeah, just do the best that I can and not be like so self-critical like a lot of us, like compare ourselves to other people. And that's where we like, you know, create a little bit of imbalance for our lives when we like add too much to our plate because everyone else is doing that. And maybe that's just not even like what serves you, you know? Yeah. That's a good reminder. Always like staying in your own lane, focusing on, on what you need and prioritizing is definitely like key for balance. I think in my life too, I do have to be a little more scheduled (laughs) as well, but you definitely like you're saying, Oh, I wish, you know, I hope I can have the same schedule as a mom. You totally can. I feel like yeah, if you not like if you, you know, have it together, I don't, I don't mean to say that in a way, but the more you are prepared, I feel like to become a mom that almost easier it is. Like if you have all the habits of a routine, of a schedule, of you're already trying to incorporate, you know, a healthy lifestyle, you're trying to cook your meals, you're just trying in those ways. It's a lot easier to make that transition and to keep those habits while, you know, there's always going to be ebbs and flows. Well, like, adding you're like definitely going to fall off. But yeah, like you can slowly, I mean, the first year after having a baby is a wild card, but slowly right. you can add those things back in and you're like, Oh, I used to do this. I can do it again. So yeah. 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 That's my thought process around it. And like, I am fortunate enough to have built my career to work from home. And my husband is, you know, he has like a crazy few months schedule, but he's home a lot too. Like he does a lot of online training. So I'm like, and we're, you know, we have a gym in our garage. I'm like, there's really no reason why I can't why I personally can't make the time to prioritize. And that's like, that's an important thing for me. That's why I have worked hard to be able to build this for myself. Like I've always wanted to be able to like work from home 
my drive used to be so I could be around my dogs all day. <laughs> like being able being able to be a, you know, we'll stay at home working dog mom, but you know, now <laughs> transition that into yeah, into having a baby. I'm like, I know I know that I can do it. Like I know that I can because I've worked this hard to be able to do that. And it will of course be an adjustment. Like I am not naive to that. But yeah. I'm excited for that. I think a lot of people like, oh, you just wait. You just wait. I'm like, oh, I can't can't wait. I'm like, I love, I love to be challenged. I love to like, like I said earlier, I love a full plate. I think evolving as humans is like such an important thing. I don't expect to have the same schedule for the rest of my life. I don't want, I don't want to, I don't want to be the same person forever. I don't want to be the same person when I'm a mom, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, girl, you're ready. (laughs) <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, I'm but ready. I, I think that's so beautiful. And I think uh, it's cool on my platform that I'm able to talk about motherhood and like encouraging women. Like it's never too late. You can always, you know, hop back in and try and try and get in a schedule and a routine because I know when I was pregnant, I was like, what is going to happen to me? What's going to happen to, you know, my career? I was just told so many negative things, but now it's so nice to be able to have a, a voice and be able to be a voice to like encourage others like okay if this is something you want to do like you you'll be able to figure out it'll be okay and it's nice that you also have a friend who just had a baby so you'll be able to ask yeah. all the mommy questions too yeah Cute little Mason. I know yeah I know I think a lot of people interpret that as like I would imagine a lot of people interpret that mindset as like if you're not doing what I'm doing you're less than me when in reality it's like I'm just trying to show you that like there's no special reason why I can do this and you can't like, yes, there's no, you know, I'm just trying to share that. Like, if I can do this, like you can do this. I'm trying to like encourage you. Yes. That you can do it. You can do it. I think a lot of people just want to not change. Cause you know, it's hard. It is like very hard. making it all work is hard, but there's, for, I mean, there are some people whose circumstances are extreme and so things are easier for them or whatever but I think the message is very clear that like you can do it like it's an uplifting positive like if I can do it you can do it type of message you know yeah I feel like I always need to put that disclaimer in of this is thank you for putting that disclaimer in for me (laughs) because yes I, I feel like it goes without saying when you know someone's character and you listen to enough of what they say but yeah I don't, I don't, yeah. <laughs> it can be a sensitive thing. I Yeah. 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 So. All right. Last one is going to be, what is one thing you would tell your younger self? Oh man. I wish I could tell my younger self not to stress out so much. Um, and just to enjoy the present. <laughs> you know, when I was older, I, I just wanted, when I was younger, I just wanted to be older. I just wanted to be an adult and I'm like, Oh, just have fun. Yeah. Just relax. So I try to I try to do that because I'm like my older self is going to also have that probably same advice for my current self. So like chill out, enjoy the present moment, like enjoy the small moments and just like your everyday life. Cause you're going to miss these days mm-hmm. later on. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Profound. <laughs> yes. Very profound. That's the word profound. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I had the best time. Oh, good. I'm so glad to finally meet you. That's like the best part of the podcast is it's an excuse to quote, have a FaceTime with someone and be like, literally, hi, I get to meet you. Yeah.
Oh, good. I love it. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you on all your socials so they can spam you. Yes, perfect. Well, on Instagram and on TikTok, it's Fit by Kiki, which is F-I-T-B-Y-K-I-K-I. I would say I'm the most active on Instagram, like Instagram stories, Instagram, but TikTok too. Um, and yeah, I, I post like a, when I tell you I post a lot of fashion content, I'm like, I do. My, uh, I'm a big like to know it girly. I just love to share my outfits. It's like probably my favorite thing ever. Um, so I have a like to know it, which is Kylie Miller, but it, it's like linked in my link tree in my Instagram bio. So if you're, if you need like outfit inspo, for you know date nights or gym stuff or just like good sweatpants <laughs> I really do share it all on there so yeah that's where to find me love it you do have great content I love everything you're like a perfect balance and mix of like fitness but lifestyle fashion all of it so I appreciate that yeah that's already goes spammer. that's the goal well you do a great job yeah. you're killing it thank you yes thank, thank you. you so much and everybody we will talk to you all next week for some more fun and games Bye. You're listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.